Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to the first episode of Rope Drop Radio in the year 2020. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. Happy New Year, Doug. Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Hope it's been a good one for you guys so far. Hopefully. New Year, new things. It's only been a couple days, but it's 2020. All kinds of sight jokes. The 20s are back. The roaring 20s. They're here. I can't believe it. Uh, it's going to be a good year, I know. Which, uh, which funny is, we are actually recording this show a few days before the new year. Yes, because that's my bad. Doug is going to be in Walt Disney World for New Year's Eve. Am I right? Yes, New Year's Eve. Which is something I did, and I said I would never, ever, ever do again. So, Doug, good luck to you. Yeah, I look you. forward to our trip report next week, as should all of you right now. Uh, Because it could be a crazy one indeed. I never get grumpy about large crowds, but we're doing a few nights at the park, and then we're getting on the Dream for three nights, and then getting back before school starts. I'm jealous. I wish I was going with you on the cruise part of it, but definitely not the parks, because if you don't know, Disney parks on New Year's is crazy, busy, elbow to elbow. I'll tell you what, we only did like four or five attractions when I went down there. Uh, Space Mountain, that was back with the paper fast passes. By the time we got back to Space Mountain, all their paper fast passes were gone. You got to be quick there. You got to be quick. So I'm glad they have sharp elbows and and elbows. There you go. So good luck to you. I am really looking forward to our trip report next week. It's going to be a fun one. The park part, like we're kind of approaching it more as, we have to do Rise of the Resistance, and anything else is a bonus. I like it. That's good. Just plan on getting there. Uh, start waiting in line now. Get there at 2 a.m. We'll talk about that here in the show because this is Rope Drop Radio, and we want to start the 2020 off right. We're going to be talking rope drop strategies today. But first, yeah. Doug, I was wondering, we talked about mm-hmm. our New Year's resolutions a little bit last week and joked around mm-hmm. about them. What do you think Disney has for some New Year's resolutions? Any big things they might be announcing or getting rid of or some surprise they might have in 2020? Well, as a resolution, maybe they could just decide to like communicate within the company. You know, nope, that's not happening. No, they can't. Talk that's... to management. Talk to I mean, it sounds like Rise of the Resistance has a different operational system every single day. Maybe that could be the resolution. That would be a like good one. I'm going to be there in a few weeks. I would like to know what time I need to get to the park. Could change the day of. And if it does change, just maybe let us know. I don't know. That could be their New Year's resolution. But you, you had some other, um, not necessarily resolutions, but things to look forward to, things that might happen in 20... Predictions. Predictions, yes. You think, had? Yeah. yeah, I did. I have a few. Uh, I think in 2020 you're going to see, I know in March, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opens up in Hollywood Studios. I have a feeling that's going to be a really good attraction. 
And I think yeah. that's going to be a knockout of the park. I think it might help alleviate some of the stress that Star Wars is giving off right now, some of the pressure off. So I think that's going to be a really big one for them in 2020. Yeah, I think that's going to be huge in 2020, and that park really needs it with the capacity. So and we'll talk about that a little bit when we get to our strategies. Yep. Another one I, I have is I think that Primeval World is going to go down this year Ooh. and not come back online. It's finally I think dead it's, in the water. I think it's about ready to bite the dust. Wow. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if January like 7th or 8th rolls around and it's just – it's done, right? The, the season, it's in seasonal operation It's in operation seasonal now. operation, yep. And I That's just think, like I think the next season. part that goes out and it just shuts down, they'll just be like, yeah, it's not coming back. So last year, one of my, we didn't really do predictions like this last year, but one thing that I thought was going to happen before the end of 2019 was we were going to see more pay-to-play sort of thing with fast passes. And we, we didn't really see more. We, right now, the club level is about the only thing. I'm going to stay with that again. I'm going to be shocked if there's not more um, pay-to-play sort of appeal or something, like club level or VIP tour difference, to be able to, now that they're doing the digital boarding pass, boy, we're inching closer and closer to max pass type of territory. Yep, we are. I, I wouldn't be shocked. Um so we'll see. That's my prediction. I'm going to play off that because my third one that I think I'm going to see happening is kind of like that, but pay for extra magic hours. So Ooh. you have the morning ones and, and you do have some of the evening ones that you get to pay for. Yeah, the extra extra magic or what What do they call yes, them? The, I, e why can't we remember the name of this? I right don't know. Now? It's like $75 for three hours in the parks. But I think you're going to start seeing a lot more of that at all four parks this year. Any way for Disney to make a little bit more money. Here's the thing. I think with extra magic hours, it was a tool to get people to stay on property. Now, staying on property is such a highlight anyway. They don't need to promote that as much. Now they're going to use, yeah, you might have one park have extra magic hours, but you have to pay to go to any of the other parks for extra magic hours. Hmm. I don't know. I think the extra magic hours is still a really big draw for the average guest to stay on property. Maybe not for you and I, but for the average guest, they think like Disney's just handing them an empty park, the keys to the kingdom with that hour that most of them miss because they don't go to the bus until it actually starts. Which we have talked about quite a bit, but yeah, I don't know. I yeah. just think uh, Disney's going to find some ways to make money off of it. Yeah, they they already have more morning and evening things planned mm -hmm. for the first half of the year than they did last year. So they're they're selling the park more. Like yep. they do the early morning magic. There's they sold the park once, then regular park day, and then they had like a Christmas party. They sold the park three times in one day. So that's what you're getting at. And I think you're right. We're gonna see a lot more of that. I don't think traditional extra magic hours can go away yet no i agree with that so yeah we're on the same page okay yeah especially those evening events you're gonna see a lot more of those things mm -hmm. dessert parties 75 dollars for a cookie i just think it's amazing they're capable of selling dessert parties within a party like you're paying to be at the halloween party and then they have people paying to be at the dessert party within the Halloween party. It blows my mind. I couldn't do it. I, I get it. I understand why people would do it and wanting to do it. God bless them for doing it. 
but I'm just impressed by Disney for knowing to offer that. Cause and a VIP program on top uh, of that. Yeah, you're paying like three or four times depending yeah, on what yeah, you're doing. For the same time. Yep. So it's impressive. Yeah. Disney. And since I have some Disney stock, go for it. Oh, there you go. You're going to retire job, sooner Disney. than later. Yeah. 2020, Doug's going to retire. No, nope, I doubt. I don't have happen. that much stock now. And <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Good predictions. Good, those Dar- are mine. Anything from anything else you have prediction wise? Not really. I think, you know, uh, a lot of things open this year and a lot of things geared towards the 50th anniversary in 2021. Right. We're going to see a lot of construction walls at Epcot. They're going to come up. They're going to come down. They're going to move left to right. They're right to left up down. It's Epcot's going to be a disaster for another year and a half. Uh, but Starbucks and the bathrooms did. They're open. back. Yeah. It took them longer than I thought. I thought it'd be a, right? a one or two day turnaround. It took a couple weeks for selling coffee. They need that. But By the way, know. I'm on day seven without coffee, Doug. Whoa. Yeah. Are you okay, Derek? Do you need some help? I had a little headache today, caffeine withdrawal, but I'll, I'll get through it. You fight through it, Derek. I'm going to. Take care of my teeth. And because I've been getting sick, drinking too much. When I drink coffee, for our listeners, uh, I don't know if you know this, I'm extroverted, but coffee makes me more extroverted. And I will end up drinking right, like three or four cups or like a nine-shot espresso in the morning. And it just makes me sick to the stomach, wired. And so trying to do a little detox right before the end of the mm. year. Yeah. And I feel better, ironically. You know, most people wait till the first for that. They just keep piling on. No, I, had, I got really sick a week ago from drinking too much coffee, and so we're doing a just a little purge. And then you're going to portion control? I don't know yet. We'll figure it out there. We'll wait okay. till 2020. All right. Be interesting to see where this goes. Sounds good. All right, yeah. And uh, so no iTunes reviews this week for me to butcher the name on. Um, but uh, thank you, everybody, that's yeah, clicked the five stars. Much. And also thank you to the patrons. Um, I think it's a good New Year's resolution if you haven't clicked the Apple Podcast five star to do that ooh. right now. It will start 2020 the right way. I that's the best way to start it. Paying by it clicking full. Rope Drop Radio five star review. So take a second, do that right now, and uh, come back to the show. But here we go. Do, yeah. do, 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 do. All right, thank and you so much it. for All clicking right. that. Uh, they, yeah. we, we ready to do some rope Sounds dropping? Sounds good. Rope drop strategies. The best way to start any new year. One is booking a vacation, going to Walt Disney World. Hopefully you're listening to this right now because you do have a trip in 2020 and you're thinking, man, I want to make the most of it. Well, the one thing we always tell you is you got to get on the rope because in that first hour you can get quite a bit done. So we're going to go mm-hmm. park to park. Doug, where do you want to start? We're gonna start with Animal Kingdom. We AK. we tend to we tend to start from youngest to oldest on our parks when we go through it. So, Animal Kingdom. By the th- way, you th- didn't you didn't hear me say a New Year's resolution that Disney would announce a fifth gate. Oh, I, so you don't you don't know. No, it's not happening. This but year. they just bought that land, Derek. It's I gotta know. happen. Yeah, because they keep buying more swamp to offset the swamp they're getting yes, rid of they already. Have a lot for, of water. They gotta move. Yeah, they gotta move water. That's. All of this. Nothing to see here. Look over here, folks. Anyway, Animal Kingdom, the clear and obvious choice of where you're rope dropping is Flight of Passage. Not now, Navi River Journey? No. Okay. No, it's not Navi. Just be Navi careful. Journey. Some people still rope drop Flight of Passage. They get in the wrong line. You mean Navi River Journey? They accidentally go yes, left instead exactly. of right? Yeah, don't go left instead of right. 
Also, it's good to be up near the rope. So hour before the park opens, get there, be ready to roll. Um, this is a sharp elbows type of time. Elbows out, wide stance, hold your ground. It, it is a long walk, so be ready for that. And you don't have to be first. You need to be in the first hundred or so. I think that's an important thing to know. Yep. But if you show up, like, say, 20 minutes before the park opens, you're not in that first hundred or so. You're definitely deeper. You need to be up near the rope when things get rolling, and you need to stay near the rope because it's pretty quick to drop from number one to number 100 in that line, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's two theaters, so they can get a lot of bodies through right away. But, yeah, if you can get in there first 100, you can get off the ride as park is actually opening and get almost two rope drops in. Almost, yeah. You can head. Um, so you do Flight of Passage, and then there's a couple options. Um, if you're a thrill seeker, definitely go over to Everest and get Everest in. You could even do it twice because it, it's a high-capacity coaster, and not that many people are back there yet. And so a couple times on Everest before you worry about heading to the safari. Um, the safari is the next biggest um, attraction, wait time, try to get there. In the morning, it's usually pretty good for the animals. True, Derek? That's the see? time I always do it. Like I try to go uh, flight of passage and then go right up to safari. So, Or if we have kids, one, one will do flight of passage and the other one will go wait in line at safari so yeah that's my favorite time to go the animals are active it's one that we've rope dropped many times with kids and and been able to skip flight of passage when we've had a uh, uh, fast pass for it yeah so, so let's talk about that if you have a flight of passage flight of passage fast pass and you're arriving for rope drop, how early would you say you need to be at the gate? Probably 30 minutes? 30 minutes, exactly. You, you don't want to sh- – you get later than that, you jeopardize traffic and security and so things like that. So many people are down. going right to Avatar. Yeah, because if you have that flight of passage already locked and loaded, you can go straight to the Safari or straight to Everest. Um, say you have those fast passes, right? That's possible. You got Safari, uh, Everest, and flight of passage. Then, heck, I'd show up right at rope drop, right? Yep. And Go head Navi over Dino. or no, Dino. Not if you've never done Navi, you got to do it yeah, one time. Yeah, okay. Well, if you're going to do Navi, though, I would recommend getting there at least a half hour before it, that half hour time slot, like if you were rope dropping Everest or Safari. Um, but say you have all three, no interest in Navi, show up right at time, head over, do Dino, Triceratops Spin, if Primeval World is open. Of course, open, Dog Stat Triceratops spin. It's awesome. The whole family can do it, Derek. It's one of Kent's okay. favorites. Okay, yes. Anyway, I, I mean, what else are you going to do? The shows haven't started yet. But yep. you can also, um, you know, you get Dino done. You might go to Everest, do it before your Fast Pass is open, too. Yep, that's a good um, one. I think you and I should do that, Doug. Um, we'll see about that. Okay. But, um, you know, it's not a bad idea to do Everest early and then you can do it again with your fast pass. So depending on what your fast passes are kind of affects that. But if you have flight of passage in hand half hour before 45 minutes before that's still, so say a 9am opening, we're talking about getting to the park about eight twenty, eight thirty. That's getting to a bus at your hotel at 
7.45 a.m.? Yep. So so many people take yeah. the bus way too late and miss rope drop because of it. Yeah, when we say a half hour early, we're not talking about going to the bus stop or leaving your room to go to the bus stop. We're talking about being at the bus at 7.45 a.m., something like that, for a 9 a.m. opening. So, and that, and that is if you already have a flight of passage fast pass. So you don't have that flight of passage fast pass. Then you're looking at 7.30 a.m., something yep. of that nature. That's where the majority of people go right now and probably still all through 2020. That's the key with this episode. Yeah. Animal Kingdom is, is not last. going to change through 2020. They have no new attractions coming. Everyone's still going to beeline the flight of passage. Yeah. It's an amazing yeah. attraction. It's worth a rope drop and a half. And if you don't have a fast pass, definitely make that your number one priority. And say you have a fast pass, there's no rule about getting there early, rope dropping it, and then doing it again later. It's worth it. That's one of it's, those attractions. It, I wish I could do that more often. Right? If you can get the kids up, you can get everybody going, get there, do it twice. It's awesome. Yep, I agree. Definitely worth it. And say you have a little one with you, definitely use Rider Swap. Do oh, it rider even swap. more times. Yep. Right. So just because you have a flight, a flight of passage fast pass or say an Everest or a safari flight uh, fast pass does not mean you can't do it earlier and also does not mean you can't do it twice. All so right. there you go. Flight of passage. Animal kingdom. Animal kingdom. All right. Now we're moving on to. Oh, oh, I'm Hollywood Studios. That has been a mess <sighs> yeah. for rope drop the last couple weeks. Uh, to be honest, listeners, it's going to be a mess for Rope Drop all of 2020. In March, yes, we do get another new attraction with Mickey's Runaway. I think that will help, but I think in a weird way, it's going to make Rope Drop even crazier. You still have a lot of people going to Toy Story Land. You have the crazies that do go to Rock and Roller. Hollywood Studios is one that, guess what? You're going to have to get up early no matter what your Fast Passes uh -huh. are and what you want to do. Because you can't get a fast pass for everything. You can't get a fast pass for any Star Wars attraction. Which is still bothering me, by the way, Doug. And so um, March is, so we got all of January, February. There's 60 days roughly, right? And it opens March 4th. Yep. Usually we find out about fast passes stuff right roughly about now. 90, no, 90 days okay. out. Because it was via the club oh, fast yeah, pass, club level. you can make it 90 days. So the ones that you pay for, you get to make 90 days out, meaning you basically get everything So they everything might you not want. have fast passes for Mickey's so Runaway? that's the writing on the wall Oh my, my gosh, that's going to be opinion. a mess, operations. Now, whether it means it's they're going to do it like Smuggler's Run, where it's just standby, or... I would understand that for the first few weeks of operation... We said that about Smuggler's Run. I though, said that, right? yeah, and that's still that, 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 still that like that. annoys me with that. Um, or do we see another boarding pass? Oh, I situation? hope not. You think pe people are having enough trouble? The technology side is working, but the people side and the park side is not. Yep. Like, I don't know if the park can handle two boarding passes. So we'll see. We don't know what's coming in March, but what we do know right now is. I would say get there an hour to hour and a half before it opens. As soon as you're through the gate, make sure everybody taps in. Because sometimes they just get the gates a spiraling and you don't have to put your finger on. 
make sure you wait long enough between the person ahead of you and you. I Otherwise, that's a it, really good tip that people it doesn't, are not hearing yeah, right now. Doesn't recognize you as in the park. That's what happened on that first day with Michelle and with like Lynn. It's still happening right now. Yes. So make sure you're getting in the park. And then if you can't join a boarding group right away, mm-hmm. like it's not showing up, you find a cast member ASAP, the guest service team people. To, to put in perspective, immediately. that a couple days before Christmas, park opened at 7. All the boarding groups were done by 7.15. Yeah, that was one of the craziest days. That, it's that gotten doesn't even better. make sense to me. It has gotten better. But, but still... It's, That's you the need to be there first half hour. Yeah, you got a rope drop. It's got to you got to be there early. And say you get there like thirty to forty five minutes after opens, you get into a boarding group. Your boarding group may not get called until like six. Yep. So be prepared to rope drop and then go do something else. And the other thing you need to know is like one person can't go go into the park, make the boarding pass for the in. whole family. Everybody's got to tap in. And they're also not going to let you just take a, a pocket full of magic bands, tap them in, because some mornings you got to put your finger on. Some mornings you don't. A little consistency there would go a long ways. Some mornings the park opens at 645 and they don't start doing the boarding groups till seven, which has been a disaster and a half. So we'll see. Once it normalizes, we'll have a lot better idea. But until then, you get there an hour or so early. If you're among the first in, you're going to be in a lower boarding group, right? So then you either head straight to Slinky Dog, or if you're a bigger thrill person, you go straight to Rock and Roller Coaster Tower of Terror. Yep. And you can do a ton in the park. The problem is everybody has to get there to get their boarding pass. So you have a ton of people there and nobody standing in line for why they're there. So the lines everywhere else do get long fairly quickly. So you got to be hustling to Slinky Dog and back to Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower Terror and then Toy Story Midway Mania. So you got it, it's still a serious rope drop. And it, the lines there, at least recently, have not been getting shorter because you have thousands of people waiting for their boarding group. That's the one drawback of no actual line. Yep. And which is. Something that frustrates me right now, I think there should be a, a standby. Even if someone wants to wait four or five hours, great. It gets them out of the park because there's just bodies everywhere. And until they do something with Fast Pass for Star Wars in Mickey's Runaway, you're just going to have people standing around or taking up space at other attractions. So, Disney, my goal for you in 2020 is figure out the operational system. The boarding pass is fine. Just, Yeah. And when it does go down now, they are leaving people in line, unlike at the beginning where they're kicking out instantly. Yep. Because, yeah, that, that, even, that's helpful. Even that if you don't care up. about Star Wars, because I've heard that from a couple people. Hey, I don't care about Star Wars. I don't care about the attractions. Uh, can I show up late? No, you still want to get there early, road yes. drop. And you can do a lot, but there are a lot of bodies that are going to be going to Toy Story and all the other attractions as well. And that's why even though see, you zero desire to go to Galaxy's Edge, you still got to get there that hour before to head to Slinky Dog and to head yep. to Rock and Roll. So Coaster. 2020... Be prepared to get to Hollywood Studios early. And it's not changing. Um, also, uh, Jedi training, you probably can do a few things and then come back to Which sign up great. for Which is great. I training. remember when Jedi yes. training used to uh, rope run. drop and sell out in 10 minutes. It's crazy. And now we can get it. I mean, they have openings all day. We just got on our uh, – my daughter did. 
they showed up at, I don't know, give or take three o'clock. And they're like, oh, yeah, we have openings yeah, for 330. That was during a hurricane. No, on this a... was the one a couple weeks, uh, a couple weeks ago in November. Oh, November. OK, yep. slow. The slower weeks. Yeah. So it, openings vary. Yes, But if true. you want to be sure you're going to get in there, try to make sure you're back there before uh, 10 o'clock. That would be the that recommendation we got yep. from the cast member. Uh, we talked to him when we were down there during opening of Rise. Although, with everybody going early to get Rise of the Resistance and then milling about, we could see ebb and flow on that depending on the day of the week, that sort of thing. So, just if if that's super important, don't over-risk Jedi training. That's a one weird caveat to Hollywood Studios. It is. And who knows what's going to happen with that through 2020. I could see them making some changes and tweaks to it so keep your eye out for that uh, one depending on when you go all right yeah hollywood studios it's a mess good luck and best wishes cheers all right epcot the other one that's kind of annoying right now because look to your left what do you see walls wall. look to your right what do you see construction so doug uh when you're waiting between a bunch of construction what do you do with rope drop at epcot right now well one the rope drop looks super scary because it's all on one side of spaceship earth which is funny so, to me i love all the pictures that i've seen right now on the, twitter the crowd just looks way bigger than massive it is, yeah right it used to have a much bigger space to, to stand so getting to the front of that is key because there's a big time difference and it we typically say to rope drop test track because it's the most unpredictable attraction. One it, drop of rain and it can and go it's, down. It's down. And guess what? You're in Florida. It doesn't it rains. ever rain. Right? So don't wait till the afternoon to use a fast pass for test track. You either want a morning fast pass or you want to rope drop it. And to rope drop test track, you need to be on the rope near the front. Because if you're towards the middle of that crazy pack, that could be 45 minutes waiting to get on test track. No yep. joke. And Test Track's going to be down for a little bit in 2020. January 13th to February 26th. It oh, will be hey, what, when am I going to be there? Day. During that time. Mm-hmm. Good job, Derek. Um, so that's a big a big thing right there. What are you going to rope drop? Well, then whatever you don't have a fast pass to, because you're either going to get a fast pass to Soren or a fast pass to Frozen. Um, Frozen. So that's going to dictate what you rope drop Frozen fast pa- or rope drop, um, you need to be a little more towards the front. Soren rope drop, big theaters, if they're running all three, it doesn't take that long to get through. Problem is sometimes at rope drop, they're only running one. Which, which annoys me when they do that. You, on Star use, Tours, anything. Uh, come on, get all the theaters going right away. Get people churning through those. Sorry, so, pet peeve. Yeah, and you come out of either one of those, I would hit character spot after after soren i just soren character spot get it done it's right there outside of the land in the interventions area kind of you enter from the land side i would get mickey and gang done before that line gets too crazy which is getting really busy right now too because there's not a ton to do at epcot it's kind of yeah the same same old epcot but with lots of walls and uh get there early don't don't sleep on Epcot and uh, it, now say you don't care about any of the ones we just talked about. Yeah. Stroll in at 11, hit the world showcase. Be my guest. That's you what know. some, some people love to do where they're just there to yeah. eat and drink around the world, Doug. You can rope drop the world showcase, which during a festival time 
is a great thing to do. Yep. Um, 11 o'clock is when the World Showcase opens. Grant, it's open through Norway and through France already, but all the kiosks and everything are not open until 11. So, you know, that that's kind of a second rope drop at Epcot, and that means more to some people than Test Track, Soren, and Frozen for sure. Some people want to eat and drink around the world. That's all they care about. I, I nope. understand. Yep. And there's some new uh, films going to be showing, too. So yeah. Check those out. New, new things in 2020 in the World Showcase, which should be exciting. As soon as Ratatouille opens up, I think it's going to change then the Fast Pass strategies as well. That's going to be either get your Fast Pass or rope drop it. And maybe they'll apply the Hollywood Studios of no more rope drops for some reason. Or no more uh, Fast Pass, I mean, you know. So maybe everybody will be rope dropping Ratatouille. Um Ratatouille, I'm going to be honest, I've done it. It's it's a great ride. It's trackless. It's um but I I'm not going to be getting up an hour earlier than normal for Ratatouille. I will just say that. Okay. I liked it, but it's not changing my day. Um so we'll see what the crowds are like. Um I think it's got more hype than because it's coming to World Showcase, right? There's World Showcase just that. needs some love. It needs something, so it's going to Mary Poppins is coming. Who knows what Which, that is? Yeah, it's probably just an umbrella that floats in the sky. I don't know. But, yeah, Epcot, you still got to get there early unless you're not worried about any of those attractions. Mm-hmm. And there is also absolutely nothing wrong with rope dropping uh, character spot. Don't feel like you have to apologize for doing that or that it's wrong. Unless you have the Disney Visa card and you just get those two characters knocked out right there. Yeah, Sorry, that's bad a plug for thing. Disney Visa. Back by the uh, uh, imagination pavilion, yep. right? So now things you don't need to do earlier: the seas and imagination. What? And Mission Space. Really. Those are kind of anytime things. Oh. Uh, Spaceship Earth is much uh, that better one goes, in the afternoon. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of people rope drop Spaceship Earth. Yeah, and don't. You'll just don't see everyone that. beeline because it's right there. A lot of people love to start their day with that attraction. Uh, it can go up to an hour plus right when the park opens. And yeah, so, but Christmas by the, by the stuff, yeah. evening, though, 15, 20 minutes, it's great. And we have successfully gotten a fourth Fast Pass for it on numerous trips yeah yeah that's a good fourth fast pass one yep. or your third fast pass or regular fast pass because yeah, it's tiered what else are you picking you know season yeah right land the Actually, only time you need land. one of those is during peak times really you know spaceship earth gets a line most of the time so but it's easily a walk on most evenings so one little caveat to epcot there you All go. Right. And That's Starbucks Epcot. is open again. It so is. Joe, Yay. You can rope drop Joe Starbucks. Now Joe knows what to rope drop. I was actually going to bring that up. A lot of people do rope drop Starbucks very seriously. There's a whole thing on Twitter about it. Some parks, there are Starbucks you can get to before the actual rope drops, Magic Kingdom. And uh, Hollywood, Studios. Hollywood Studios, you can do that as well. So there you go. Just know where your Starbucks is. If you need that coffee, beeline that way. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people do it. Don't be ashamed. I used to be that guy. Actually, I would do a couple attractions, then get my coffee. That's the way to do it. Derek. Except that the Magic Kingdom, which we're going to next, which I do love that you have multiple areas to robe drop and you have a Starbucks. So one of your party can go get coffee. The mm-hmm. other one wait on the rope. We've done that. I don't know how many times 
in our lives now. That's my favorite strategy. Yeah. So Magic Kingdom, let's start as if you did not get a Mind Train Fast Pass because the average person does not get a Mind Train Fast Pass, right? Um, so that's what your rope drop. And you gotta you gotta be up there. No, I always get a mind train fast pass because you book my fast passes when it comes to our rope drop radio trip. <sighs> Michelle books them. Okay. Well thank yeah, you. I haven't made a fast pass myself. That's actually probably true because I do them when we're together. <laughs> you do our fourth when, and fifths yep. when we're together and Michelle does fourth, fifth, sixth. Yeah. I just go along. I follow along. You can ask Michelle and Alex of the last trip. I literally just followed them. Like, oh, great. Let's do this. And then they make the fast pass and we go. Yeah. You're living so, the dream. That's like your own VIP tour. It is a very lazy man's dream. But um, so early in the year, Splash Mountain is down January 6th to February 27th. Which really sucks, by the way. Just throwing that out there. It's, yeah, they think it's I, cold, Derek. I know. Uh, for the record, we do go the first week of February very consistently. And it is frustrating when making rope drop uh, strategies and some of your favorite attractions being down because Imagineers like working on attractions that time of year. Yeah, lower crowds means high refurbishment rates. That's True. for sure. So, yeah, uh, you hit Mine Train. You come off there. It's pretty easy to head over to Peter Pan, then Winnie the Pooh. And then, you know, sometimes you can do Mine Train and then go straight to Space Mountain. Get both mountains in right away. Those are probably two of the hardest if you're not into Peter Pan. Peter Pan, though, the weights get pretty crazy. So you got to decide, Space or Pan, right? Kids or um, no kids? Little kids? Because we've done yeah. Peter Pan the last two trips. Uh, it's been great. We watch the castle show. We do the rope on the left of the castle. Beeline mm. right for Peter Pan, one of the first probably 10 people on. Yeah, that's a nice leisurely walk oh, to Peter Pan. Oh, there's nothing it's... leisurely about that walk. Well, that's you. Maybe I leisurely There's people walk. elbowing. They're trying to get back oh. there. I have a stroller, and I have to park the stroller. It's it's a little bit of a mess on that one. Yeah. There's no bodies, yeah. thankfully, but there are probably some black guys. Oh, Derek, you're dangerous in the parks, man. Oh, I'm not the Dang dangerous one. I'm trying to protect my children. It's other people that are running past <laughs> us. I think you're they... mistaking the... Flight of Passage for Peter Pan. Oh, uh, have you? You it's forgot what it's like to have little kids. I, I did Peter Pan a couple years ago with Claire. When everybody else went to space, we went to Peter okay. Pan. We do a space mountain rope drop a lot. And when the family does that, I tend to ride Buzz once by myself while they go on Space Mountain. And then after we do Space Mountain, then we do Buzz, Tomorrowland, Speedway, and then probably Winnie the Pooh, Little Mermaid, Storybook Circus area. I have rope um, drop Buzz more than anything else at then Buzz and then Peter Pan at the Magic Kingdom. The life with little kids. Yep. And because I'm obsessed with getting Galactic Hero. Oh, yeah. It's nice to be the first Galactic Hero of the day. It's a, it's a good accomplishment. It is. It sets yourself In up In fact, well. uh, the last time I was on it, the lady actually didn't believe me because I was the first one on, first one off. And she goes, do you have proof? And I had to pull up my phone and she was like, oh, wow. Like, this is why I rope dropped it. Yeah, you're really just pulling up an old picture, but hey, you know. You never know. Actually, no, it was fresh, but... Uh, <laughs> I've never done that, but... No, I'm good, sure could. Could. But that'd be cheating. That would Nobody be, should do We that. do not cheat at rope drop no. radio. Uh, so, yeah, no, no those are some good uh, strategies as well. What about heading to Big Thunder? Is that another one that... 
yeah, if you have multiple days at Magic Kingdom, one day you may rope drop, you know, Space Buzz, that sort of thing, or or Mine Train. Another option is rope dropping Thunder, then Splash, and then coming back and hitting Pirates. Jungle and Pirates, yep. Yeah, and Haunted Mansion. I like that rope drop. It's a lot more relaxed. Um, And you always want to do Thunder, then Splash, because if you do Splash first, it's a 10-minute ride in and of itself. Yep. So by the time you get off, the line has built at Thunder. Now, one thing to know, if you do extra magic hours at the Magic Kingdom, they open Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. So you can't get to Thunder and Splash. So what you want to do is you have that first hour to hit up everything you want in those two lands. Then you get on the rope for the regular rope drop. A and double then you rope do. drop. And then you That's tag right. us on social media that you got a double rope two drop. Two times. Yeah, and then you get to Thunder Splash with all the regular day guests. So do your extra magic hour, but get out of the extra magic hour setting to go and get your Thunder and if Splash If you are happening. doing extra magic hours, that one is one key that you need to be on the rope because you can get a yes. lot done before that second wave comes. I know, Doug, you and I have both done it, and I did it with my daughter too this last trip. Uh, we did the double rope drop. And just that one hour, we got five attractions in. It was insane. So you but get... by the time that hour hits, that's when all the late people are finally getting on the bus. Yeah. And it was amazing from 7 to 8, but as about 7.45 started rolling around, it started to get crowded fast. Yeah, and so Tomorrowland and Fantasyland get really crowded by the end of the Extra Magic Hour. So that's why you get out of there. You go get on the rope for Frontierland. Right, you go back, you get Thunder, you get Splash, you hit Jungle, and then Pirates, because Pirates is way higher capacity than Jungle Cruise. Yep. So you, you walk, you're doing some backtracking, but you hit Jungle, then back to Pirates, and then that's about 10 o'clock. And so that's when you start to think, what park should I hop to? Because everybody's like, it's extra magic hours. We no, go that's to the magic when you kingdom. need a snack, because you're right there. You're that's, by Dole Whip stand. Dole Whip, yeah. yeah, good idea. So you get your snack, maybe do Han Mansion Small World, then you you get out. That's how we like to do extra magic hours at the Magic Kingdom. You know, out by eleven, out by noon, depending on fast passes. Sometimes we we sneak a fast pass in there, too. Or that's a day where a lot of times we'll make like Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom fast passes. It's like if you get the right Animal Kingdom fast passes, like we said, you have Flight of Passage. Everest and Safari. They're the big three. They're the three that really matter over there. You can be done by noon, get over there in time for a one o'clock fast pass, did a whole day's worth at Magic Kingdom because you did a double rope drop, and then you still kind of, you hit your fast passes at Animal Kingdom. Then after that's over, the park's starting to empty out. So you can hit almost everything else at Animal Kingdom by doing a reverse rope drop, which we did a whole show about reverse rope drops we not did. too long ago. Yeah, yeah, a couple months back. But look at so, that. So what and then is you the, need a nap. You do day. need a nap for a shirt that Oof. cannot go up on our website because Disney keeps yeah, taking it down. Since nap time. Rope drop to nap time just evidently is not right. Can't say it. So anyway, Doug, what is the number one attraction you do not rope drop at Magic Kingdom? Um, definitely Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Which we've seen. Oh my I, gosh. I, I, if you're I think listening, that was to this, one of the highlights of our first trip. It. We're standing there. I'm like, Derek, just watch. These people are gonna they go in it. there. They and totally we had did. already rope dropped extra magic hours, right? Yeah. 
So we were getting our double rope drop. So we were staying with a bunch of off-property people. I'm like, I guarantee you some of these people on the rope. I didn't believe you, and it happened. You, I still can't believe you, it. Yeah, you thought I was crazy. I'm like, just watch. Yep. I mean, it was any normal rope drop any day. I what? didn't know them. No. They, they the, there they went, right in, direction. on the rope, and they went right in. The other thing is try to avoid rope dropping the gift shop. I know a lot of kids see the Mickey ears, and you kind of want some souvenirs to wear in the park. Do that when the uh-huh. crowds get there after a couple hours. Yeah, that's a good af- mid-afternoon, slow down, yep. look through the shops. It's also when you go on the rides, you know, when the or the not the rides, the shows. Yep. Um, sit down in a theater, get off your feet, fall asleep if you're Doug, um, you know, that sort of stuff. And I think most importantly, yes, get on the rope, get there early, but tag us on social media. That's been my favorite thing uh, here of late in 2019 that I want to see more of in 2020. When you get on the rope, say at Rope Drop Radio, here we are on the rope or here we are at Extra Magic Hours uh, or show. I love the pictures that they show the massive crowd behind them. I like to say count the smiles. Yes, that that is be proud that you're ahead of all those people and get ready to throw mm-hmm. some elbows. But yeah, in 2020, guys, make sure when you're on a trip, get on the rope and tag us in something. That that should be everyone's New Year's resolution. It should be easy to do, much easier than losing weight, Derek. Going to Disney or just tagging us on social media? Tagging us on social okay. media. I agree. I mean, even rope dropping the DMV. Feel free to tag us. Do it every day. Rope drop the public library. Whatever. Feel free to tag There's us. a lot of places you can go right when they open. Actually, I, I've done the DMV at Rope Drop. I can't even tell you how many times. Uh, yeah, you have to. You have to Anymore, you really do. It's frightening, but true. Unless you go at a weird hour. I don't know. Nope, I always go right nope, first thing in the morning. Yeah, rope drop it. Yep. So, all right. Well, there's our Rope Drop strategies. Hopefully, you listening to this are making a trip in 2020, and you can take some of this to heart. And we want to hear from you. What are your favorite rope drops? What are some things you avoid? What are some of the things that you think Disney might announce in 2020 or get rid of in 2020? What do you think? Mm, I don't know what I think, but I want to know what they think. I agree. So, uh, Doug, 2020, we're about to celebrate New Year's. Yes, we recorded the show early. But again, uh, I'm looking forward to next week with your show. I know you'll be doing some rope dropping. But yes, I really hope you have a good relaxing time after the New Year's. <laughs> there should be significant napping during the trip. So don't worry. Just think all the craziness of the New Year's part you get to make up for on the dream. That's right. It will be a dream. If you have any questions about the Disney dream, the cruise or New Year's, hit us up on social media and Doug will uh, talk about it next week on the show because I know Absolutely. A, lot, yeah, a lot of people will wonder about that. Uh, Doug, good luck elbowing people at Rope Drop for Rise of Resistance. I cannot wait to live vicariously through that. Uh, what day do you know yeah. you'll be at uh, Hollywood Studios? Um, the 31st. I don't know. I think So after the show actually releases. Never mind. Yeah. Well. I don't know. Now, yeah. we're, now we're living in the past because we recorded this early. In the past and the future at the same time, Derek. All right, back to the future. That's a Universal but Studios. But never, never in the presence. No. Present? 
Christmas Carol. I watched that last night. The uh, Muppet version, actually. That was the best one. And, uh, yeah, Ghost of Christmas present. <laughs> anyway, if you want to take a trip in 2020 and do some rope dropping, you have to contact Michelle McKnight right now, and she will hook you up with all sorts of strategies, fast passes, ADRs, everything that you could want, and uh, let you know on any deals or anything coming out and help you with that. Doug, do you know how many trips you have in 2020? No idea, Derek. They're not all booked yet. Not all booked? Right now I have one trip booked for 2020. Our Rope Drop Radio trip. Yeah. June 4th through 7th. So if you want to join Doug and I, make sure you hit up Michelle and let her know about that. If you're in the area at that time, let us know, and we'd love to meet up with you for dinner or drinks because that would be a lot of fun. We're really looking forward to that in 2020. Though I should say I'll be there in a few weeks with my wife for our anniversary trip. Yep. That yes, one you're looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that, forward to that one more. And then our mm-hmm. trip. And then our double dip at Castaway Key. Yeah, that's good. So we have three good trips in 2020. You got things booked. You did. You're doing 2020 right, my friend. I cannot wait. Hopefully, we can sneak another one in there because I'll have my AP again. Whether you, me, a kid, I don't know. We'll figure something out. Anyway, if you're going in 2020, let us know. We're going to make that as our Facebook and Twitter status. We want to know when your trip is booked. And seriously, from Doug and I, we wish you a happy new year. We hope 2020 is amazing Mm -hmm. for you. We hope you get a Disney vacation. We hope that you enjoy all the stuff on Disney+. Plus. I know after the show, we're going to talk a little bit more about some New Year's stuff. And we also are going to do our Mandalorian review because that has come to a conclusion. So we'll talk a little bit more about Mm -hmm. that. So if you want to be a part of that, you're going to have to join our Patreon page, which you can find in our show notes. But that is all the time that we have. So cheers. Happy New Year from Doug. I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio 2020.